Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Sophie Casas. I'm one of the producers on The Distance. For Climate Week, Vice has launched its biggest initiative ever. We're calling it Climate Uprise. Today, every single Vice Media Group site across the world is striking from the daily news cycle and instead only telling stories about the climate crisis for a full 24 hours. We've also partnered with an international group of young climate activists who each proposed one way others could help mitigate climate change's devastating effects on their home. You can find their stories at climateuprise.vice.com. At Vice Audio and at The Distance, we're resharing a recent episode about the oil spill off the coast of Mauritius and one volunteer's efforts to help mitigate the damage. Thanks for listening. For me, the ocean is really important, not only because we have a blue economy where we rely a lot on the ocean for our resources like fishing and these kind of things, but the ocean has a very special place in my heart. And that's why I always encourage people to consider the ocean as being very sacred. It's something that Mauritians, all Mauritians, feel that we need to conserve and preserve. But sometimes you tend to take the ocean for granted. I'm Krishni and I live in Mauritius, the tiny island located in the middle of the Indian Ocean between the island of Madagascar and Australia. And we're about 1.2 million people from different religions, ethnicities, and we all live peacefully together. I work as a lecturer in law at the University of Mauritius and I'm also a social worker working in fields of environment and climate change. We have a lot of like natural, beautiful places, sandy beaches, blue skies, all year good weather and our main industry is tourism. You know, uh, economically, socially, we're very bound together and a very happy place to live. Our experience of the coronavirus has not been as bad as other countries. But when the pandemic happened, you know, Mauritians, I think we learned many lessons. Like even though the government was very good in containing the pandemic, it was also civil society and normal people who also made sure that there was a lot of good communication. There were volunteers, there were frontliners. And these lessons in the pandemic helped us deal with the crisis happening right now. Well, 
we heard on the news that there was this big tanker which found itself very mysteriously in our waters and very close to our lagoons and it was unclear what had happened why it was so close to Mauritius when it was not supposed to be there it was all mysterious but people i think they thought that the government had the capacity had the technical know-how how to deal with this shipwreck as of today morning the national coast guard has informed that there is no occurrence of any oil spill all precautions are being taken to prevent any oil spillage the authorities were saying everything is under control everything's going to be okay and don't worry and then i was at work and then i was just checking my facebook and i saw images starting to come on social media a friend shared a picture taken by helicopters what i saw was in the middle of the ocean you have this big tanker and then big cracks in the middle of that tanker and then so much oil is spilling at an outrageous speed into the water all round you could see the blue clean pristine clear waters and just like black contrasting with this blue ocean at first i thought it was a fake picture and that people were just manipulating it and just sharing it then after a few hours as reliable sources started posting on social media i realized that oh my god this is actually happening i was angry i thought that the government had not done enough and then from anger it turned to grief then from grief i went into just trying to find solutions to mitigate this but i was feeling very powerless on that night i didn't know what to do finally i decided i'm not going to just sit on social media and like cry and you know like complain against the government instead i reached out to my networks ngos and then we just started organizing the cleanup efforts a friend called me and he works in marine sciences and he said Krishni I'm now meeting with the national crisis committee and these people have asked me to start organizing the volunteer efforts because government was not going to be able to mitigate the effects and clean up by itself so he said okay what is going to happen I'm going to give you all the details of what we need and where we need to go and then you are going to write a post on Facebook and prepare a flyer that's how we're going to start the efforts i said volunteers needed buses will be provided tomorrow in different locations free of charge bring these equipments or equipments will be provided on the spot and we meet you tomorrow at 7 a.m. within minutes my phone started ringing and it didn't stop until the next morning the next day i actually drove there it was a one hour drive and my student he was sitting next to me and he was like okay so i have done a mathematical calculation and your phone is ringing every 20 seconds i didn't have time to think i was just like a robot in autopilot mode you know you have to pick up materials over there you have to pick up pps there I have to coordinate I have to give instructions I have to make this work but I didn't want to go there because I knew I would be very shocked to see all the oil so I said I wouldn't go near the beach where I would just stay and like organize things and not see what happened actually 
But then immediately is the first thing that you see. Just beyond the waterfront, I just saw like black oil floating and then the waves kept crashing and the water had come up to the rocks and all the rocks were covered in heavy oil. Normally when the sun is shining, the water is so blue and it sparkles. But at that time, there was no blue water, no water sparkling. And then in the background, you can actually see the ship, which is starting to tilt over. It's a good thing that we had the mask that you have to put to protect yourself with the COVID. Because if you don't have a mask, there's such a strong smell and it's very dangerous to go there if you don't have protective gear. It was like a scene that you see normally in the movies. Like I think for that five minutes, I was so shocked that there were people around me and I couldn't even talk to them. It was disbelief and feeling powerless. And then, I don't know, like, things happen, like, magically. The efforts had already started the night before. People had stayed there overnight to start building these big oil boomers that they were going to put in the water so that they could protect our lagoons. They are, like, really long, snake-like objects. You take, like, sort of a big cloth, like really, really long, cut it. And then the volunteers put empty plastic bottles as well as a dried sugarcane leaves. They put all of these uh, inside and then you take a needle and a very heavy piece of thread to tie the whole cloth. And so it is ready. And then it is so long that you need at least 20 people carrying one boomer on their uh, shoulders and then they go and deposit it where it's needed in the lagoon. It's the objective. It's to contain the oil as far back as possible and try not to bring the oil into the lagoons and onto the beach. Obviously, the effects firstly are going to be for the environment and it's really bad because where the spill happened is very close to a wetland site, which is protected under the Ramsar Convention, protecting wetlands. And then there's a like small island close to the spill point where it's protected by the government and it's managed by the Mauritius Wildlife Foundation, where you have a variety of endemic, very rare animals, lizards and plants and tortoise. We already have like a lot of dead fish have ended up on the sands, like floating in the water. And I mean, a lot of corals are going to be ruined. And the second concern in the long run is obviously going to be on the fishermen communities living there. And not only fishermen, you know, restaurants, hotels and all of these people that depend on the ocean for their livelihoods. I'm very, very sad that this has happened. But I'm someone who's very positive, so I would like to hope that things are going to get better. There are so many people out there helping out. Like, this thing has started a national solidarity, and I would like to be hopeful about the future. But we have to realize that this kind of kindness, this kind of coming together, it has to happen every day, and not just when a catastrophe strikes.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.